0: Welcome to the Brave Table. I'm your host, Dr. Neetha Bhushan, and this is your oasis for strengthening your mental and emotional fitness no matter what life tosses your way. I am so excited you're here. Just like you, I wear many hats. I'm a former dentist turned author and serial entrepreneur, currently a mama of two, and a recovering perfectionist. Every week, we'll navigate Brave Conversations to support your evolution at every season and stage of your life raw and unfiltered, we'll explore all the feels as we unpack life's unpredictable moments, from the playful to the painful, the magical and the messy, and everything in between this epic human experience. You ready? Let's dive in. Oh, hello, TB fam, squad, posse, welcome to the Brave Table. And today I want to kind of go into the reasons why I decided this podcast and the reasons why I decided to create my own show now and to create it now in the climate of where we are in the world today. So we've been like two years into, you know, a huge change of events in the world. And I'll be honest, I'm totally over it. And I know that a lot of people are totally over it. And this show has been brewing in my mind for the last few years and kind of was birthed because we were meant to stay home for a certain period of time. I remember in March of when kind of the whole world was shutting down, I literally had three keynotes back to back that I was preparing for. And it was going to be my the, the eve of the night that I was going to deliver my first stand-up slash moth storytelling set. It was with like Second City. If you guys are familiar with that, it's kind of like the, I guess you can say the Harvard of basically all things stand-up comedy. Not that I'm trying to be a stand-up comedian, don't get me wrong, but because I do a lot of speaking and I love the art of storytelling. So I, in fact, wanted to become a better storyteller or you know, basically my training in becoming a better story sharer uh, for, for you guys, right? And so that was one of the big growth lessons that I was navigating through while I was going to get into my season of doing all of these keynotes. And lo and behold, you know, COVID hit and everything was like shut down. So all of the keynotes that I had prepared, six months for everything, basically our events. So everything turned on its head. And at this point, I was doing events for a really long time with my husband and we were doing these workshops and bringing people together. And some of them were called, you know, Step Into Greatness workshops. Actually my keynotes, it's called Grit to Greatness. And so this got me thinking during the course of the time while we were all having to sit in, while we were all having to reckon with ourselves and sit with ourselves in our homes, you guys, like how crazy and how amazing is that all at the same time? We had to really do our inner work. And during that time, we learned that there are so many incredible human conversations to be had. But what was really annoying me the most and what has really annoyed me the most is for me when people don't go deep enough. Because I am a human that like, I, I want to I wanna get into the nooks and crannies. I want to get into like, what's really on your mind? What are you really not sharing? And so on the show, what you'll experience is me asking guests questions of what does it mean to be brave? Because in this climate in this day and age when we're like post-apocalyptic world of, you know, um, people are really tired about the situation. And, and, and if, you're, if you are living in fear, you know, perhaps maybe the show isn't for you. But for those who are curious about questioning a different narrative, another side, or getting to know the depths of who you are at this stage of life... For me at this stage of life, I am a mama of two. I am a serial entrepreneur, but I am so devoted and committed to really understanding what it means to be human because during those dark days of trying to entertain my son when it was just us at home, when we couldn't have any help, shout out to the moms who have kids five and under during this darn pandemic who had to have your kids at home. And you guys, I know shit's real because they keep closing down the schools. So that's why I'm all for, hey, we're at a different world. It is a new season. One of my girlfriends said, it's kind of like the snake is like shedding its skin because we're ready to come to new. We've made peace with a lot of things in the past. We made peace with a lot of the ways that we were doing things, and now we're we're really ready for a new frontier. We're really ready to learn more about ourselves, we're really ready to have deeper conversations and go into things, perhaps with people that will disagree with you, with people who don't really have the same viewpoints in, as you. So when I ask people what it means to be brave, I'm asking you, are you open to hearing a different perspective of somebody else that you may not necessarily agree with? Because the climate is hot right now, you guys. It is palpating. It is, it is fiery. And people are afraid to speak their truth because they're afraid that they're going to get canceled or not liked or banned. You know, there's conversations and, and all these sorts of speculations about things, no matter what side you're on. But it is hard to have an honest and true conversation because people are afraid of not sharing their truth or, or when they share their truth, they're not going to, it's not gonna be what you're really like or what you were hoping for, or what you expect. So I feel like what it means to be brave, when I ask that question to you, what comes up? Where in your life are you actually playing small? where you are actually diminishing your light, where you are actually trying to go kind of with the flow and the current because you're too afraid to stand up and stand out for what you believe in and to share your thoughts with such conviction and confidence And if this is that place for you where every week (laughs) I'm going to be challenging you, every week I'm going to be sharing a different perspective, every week I'm going to bring on guests that will share something hopefully of value and maybe just like a, a regular human conversation that'll get you thinking. Maybe it'll make you laugh. Maybe it'll make you cry. Maybe it'll make you ask your partner a different question. I'm all for it. Baby, bring it to the brave table because this is where it's at, which is why I wanted to create a space where we can have these real conversations. We can have these raw conversations. Because if you know me at my core, I love connection and I love connecting with human beings. I love it. I've had a lot of human moments of my own, which I'll share in just a a moment. But I also love getting the humanity out of others because I really, truly think what it means to be brave is also being able to change your mind. You know, I feel like this climate in the past few years has really changed our perspective in once you know something, you have more of of an ability to change your perspective, change your opinion, and hopefully not be denounced because you change an opinion about something. We are all allowed to formulate our opinions about things and be okay to change our mind about something. Maybe something else doesn't resonate with you. And so, I've had this conversation with friends who, you know, obviously are, are yeah, either they're pro-vax and they're boosted, and 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 I had many friends who are anti-all of the things. Right. And for some of you, this might be triggering, and that's okay. So, in having these conversations in the last few years, kind of unscripted and not even recorded, I've learned a lot just by not judging and just by hearing perspectives of others and not trying to change anybody's perspectives, but really just trying to have bold and honest conversations. Well, how does this particular situation feel for you? And how is this fear really writing your life. I think what it means to be brave is to step into that fear, to step into that fear honestly and courageously, knowing that you may not have all the right answers. And in my life, I've had a ton of brave moments. Like I said, this is that space to walk the talk. This is that space to challenge yourself, Can you listen to a friend or a family member that has the complete opposite view of you? That, I think, is the true testament of how we can reconcile ourselves. We can reconcile who we are, who we're becoming, our whole evolution of ourselves, and create ripple effects within the relationships that we have, within the peers that we have, within even our, our children's lives and especially the most important people to us, our, our love partners and the people that we look up to. Maybe for some of you, it's your parents. Maybe for some of you, it's a mentor or a guide or a coach or a teacher or somebody that has been there for you. But can this be that space for you? And I want to share just a little excerpt of my keynote that I think would be resonant for you all. And um, because I think it's just so powerful where we are today with how to be brave and what it means for you to be brave. And this was from my Grit to Greatness keynote. As I was thinking about some of my most brave moments, this past year, December 31st, marked 10 years of me leaving a very powerful and profound relationship. It was my first marriage. And that was my big initiation. That was my big independent awakening. Many of you who've been kind of following me for years, or maybe this is the first foray into even listening to my work, but I started an organization that was to empower women and girls into their own self-confidence and self-worth. And it was called independent awakening. Well, it was spearheaded because I had my own independent awakening and it was on December 31st. So I'm gonna read a little excerpt from that. On December 31st, 2011, my brother and I went to the home that I escaped from a few days earlier to grab just a few more things. I knew I wasn't planning to celebrate the new year with a man who'd repeatedly hit me in the past but I also didn't believe the relationship was going to be over. When we arrived at the house, all of the locks, every single one on a four-story house had been changed. In less than three days, he managed, my ex-husband, managed to change the locks on our four-bedroom home. My brother grabbed a bat from the garage and started trying to get in. Literally, we were trying to break into a prison that I had been a willing prisoner in for years. Whew! that just gave me chills. One of my bravest moments to date. (laughs) So for any of you, and I nervously chuckle because there's still probably remnants of so much emotion behind that day and so much emotion even still 10 years later. When I have conversations with women and girlfriends about violent relationships, violent marriages, and if you are in one silently, it seems as though every time I share this part of my story, every time I share this in some ways gruesome and not the sexiest part of of my brave story, it really helps open doors for somebody else. So if you have a friend that's going through something, if you have a friend or a family member, or maybe you suspect something from someone that you care about and love, I hope you share this podcast for them. Um, It's my hope that every time we talk about these human stories just a little bit more, that we, we basically become... A little bit more human in the process. And there's no judgment. There's so much love and so much compassion every single time. But obviously in that stage of my life, I was probably the most in fear, the least brave person that I knew. And I was in constant shame and guilt because I felt like I was letting everybody else down. I was letting everyone down around me. And there were a lot of red flags in this relationship. There were a lot of red flags, so I totally get if you are silently in something right now that you perhaps don't have the courage, or maybe you're like, no, that's that's not me, that's not me. I, it, it's, a lot of it is my fault in the relationship. So I wanna gently say that wherever you are on your journey, A lot of times I definitely took personal responsibility for someone else's actions. I always blamed it on myself. I always, uh, I was the one that was taking full credit for everything that was wrong. It was always my fault. And I did it to protect somebody else because I was in such denial for myself. And I was so used to for so many years Before that, putting my happiness away to please other people, putting my happiness away because I didn't really know who I was. And that night, that December 31st, was my big call and my great awakening back to loving myself and back to the journey of getting to know who Nita really was. Powerful. Powerful. But my actual story of bravery didn't, didn't start there. And I want to read another excerpt for you guys from this keynote that I think maybe some of you probably already know or have heard of just in other talks. Uh, But I hope this kind of opens up doors as to the bravery that you have in your everyday life and your everyday choices. After my divorce... I had to go inward. I realized I had never actually faced my truth. The truth of my losses were not limited to my husband, my ex-husband, of course, my healthcare practice as a thriving cosmetic dentist, or my family name. You see, when I was 10 years old, my mom was diagnosed with breast cancer. I became her caretaker because, you know, Asian, first-generation immigrant parents. My dad was from India. My mom was from the Philippines. So I had to step up. I was the female of the house. She went into remission, but a year later, when I was 14 years old, it came back and it did with a vengeance. And when I was 16, she transitioned. Now, exactly almost a year to the date after the loss of my mother, My brother, DJ, my BFF, who was 15 years old at the time, had suddenly died of a severe asthma attack. That's right. I'm not making this up. It was actually homecoming my senior year of high school. And to top it all off, he had to go in real big. The birthday of my youngest brother, Vinay, who was turning 12. As you would have it my father went into a deep depression. So I stepped up to take care of the family. I got three jobs, didn't go away to college. And two years later, our family began to move beyond the dark cloud. My father was diagnosed with stage four lung cancer and died 10 months later. So living in an abusive relationship was not my only story. My brave story also includes that at 19 years old, I became an orphan and a caregiver to my youngest brother. So my healing patterns, my drive for success and overachievement became my addiction. It became my coping mechanism to handle the unbearable and traumatic grief. So I used that hard work ethic, my educational drive to honor what was left of my family. So. I did what any good immigrant girl would do. I got married, graduated with honors, and even started a private practice. So just like you, I've had losses. Just like you, I've gone through some insurmountable pain. Just like you, I had to be brave to stand up again and again and again after some crazy ass losses. I mean things you wouldn't ever wish to happen and in such a short period of time you guys this happened in a in a period of five years during the most precious time of someone's growth it was my teenage years literally between 10 to 19 years old something was happening and i literally always felt that there was a pit in my stomach that something or someone was going to die. So literally I went into a lot of control and I would try, and even to this day, try to control things around me and try to control as much as possible, whether it was my weight, whether it was the way that I looked, whether it was, you know, this art of never ending perfection. And it was solely because I didn't know when someone else was going to go. I didn't know if I was going to lose another friend. I didn't know if I was going to lose another family member. But I could control the things that I could control. So if that resonates with you, how can you be brave in your everyday and let go of the things that are causing a prison in your life? So for me, it was leaving that fully established life, completely behind, and then growing into this woman who I had never met before, becoming completely unapologetic in who I was. And that meant I really had to say yes to things that scared me. And saying yes to things that scared me meant... I said yes to my first psychedelic experience. And that was literally three days in a cabin in the woods in Toronto where I would be singing and chanting. And that was literally my first entry into the world of psychedelics, into the world of what would then be such a big growth and deep healing experience for me. The time, the first time I I had my ayahuasca experience over three days, I would meet such an incredible community of soul family who I'm still so close with today. Shout out soul fam from Toronto. And you're like, wait, why did you go to Toronto and not like with the, the tribes in the Amazon or in Peru? Honestly, I was in this phase of my life where I'm like, I was doing all types of healing from talk therapy to uh, EMDR tapping. I started with different types of uh, body work sessions because of course, you know, lots of trauma live in the body and I definitely had severe gut issues. There was a time where I literally couldn't even have a drop of milk before I would go into extreme, severe pain in my gut. I was holding so much pain literally in my gut i was at that point of my life i didn't know anything about um you know the the best nutrition for my body so all i was so focused on was i was at the gym i was working out but i wasn't intuitively really understanding what was nourishing for my body i was living with like pepto-bismol before I started a full healing journey in the foods that I was eating, the people that I was with, the the and, and literally uprooting the toxicity in my life. So hiring coaches, hiring people to work with, but this particular experience, three days with the most incredible humans that literally held space for me to cry and wail for hours and hours upon end, And really, truly grieve what was stuck in my womb. And then on the third day of this beautiful, miraculous experience, I see the visions of my parents, my mom, my dad, my brother, just like cheering me on that this was this next awakening, this next chapter in my life. And everyone was, you know, having a party. It was like a white party. (laughs) Literally, they were wearing white in my vision. But I come back to Chicago when I was living there at the time, so renewed, so refreshed with like a ton of bricks just off my shoulders. And I came with just this purest vibe of compassion and love and compassion for my ex-husband and literally love that totally emanated from my heart in this way of like, I'm just sending him peace and wow, what it means to be brave, to be able to send that person that hurt you such compassion and deep love. Because in that moment I recognized and I realized hurt people hurt people, right? And he was battling his own inner battles as well. And many times in relationships, two people could be good by themselves, definitely not for each other and in that healing process i started to heal a lot of my relationships with men and that was kind of overlapped relationships ever since i was a young teenager because hey i didn't want to lose anyone so i'd rather hang on to them because you know i didn't want to be alone and that was my greatest greatest fear so on December 31st, it really opened the doors to me being able to reframe what it means to be brave for Nitha, what it means to step out by herself, own who she is, become unapologetic. And if this is resonating strongly with you, what parts of your life where you are perhaps ready to let go, ready to shed, ready to embrace a new skin, per se. This right here is your oasis. This right here is your space to come to terms of perhaps some of the things that you may have been putting aside. Perhaps you may have been avoiding or distracting yourself. I want you to know I am your girl. I am your homie. We will go deep, especially if you are... Shout out to my Chicago tribe, because I love you, fam. You guys have all been there for me, with me. And Chi-Town still has such a deep place in my heart, because that's where I grew up, born and raised, right in the city. So as we bring back to how we first started, when I was writing this keynote back in 2020, before the world shut down... I really wanted to end with something so pivotal because my keynote was literally grit to greatness. Yes, I had written a book about emotional grit and really grit as the acronym was to grow, reveal, innovate, and transform. But in order to recognize your greatness, and this was kind of the the idea that I was thinking about, we must also lean into the things that make us brave, those moments that make us brave, which is why in that time period, I was thinking about what could this show sound like and look like? And of course, what would be the name for this space, this container where every week I get to share certain ideas and invite you into a process where perhaps you don't have to have all the answers, but you can gain a lot of wisdom and knowledge and maybe conversational bites about aspects in your own life so that you can perhaps be a little bit more brave, especially during this shift in the world where we are often penalized because we're not fully in alignment with somebody else, or we can't just agree to disagree. And my hope is that with each and every conversation, there may be things that you won't agree with. There may be things that you could have perhaps said a little bit differently or done a little bit differently, or I hope that this could poke some sort of conversation or a new way of thinking in your own conversations in your lives. So I'm going to end there. Thanks so much for tuning in. And until next time on The Brave Table. Thank you so much for tuning in, love. Now be sure to hit subscribe so you don't miss out on new episodes dropping every Monday and Wednesday. For my books and additional resources, head over to globalgrit.co. And if you love this, please share this with a friend. And don't forget to leave a five-star review wherever you listen as it helps spread the message about the show. I so appreciate you. And until next time on The Brave Table.